0: What's up, Bills Mafia? My name is Justice Rafford, and this is the Built in Buffalo Network. And like my brother Average say, if you don't know us, get to know us. you listening to the Chill Factor podcast. And I want to thank you all for tuning in. I want to thank you all for the support. Uh, this is the first episode. So right now, what we're going to do is we're basically just going to discuss Josh Allen. Uh, you know, all of the success that he's had up to this point it kind of seems like that there is a universal understanding that it was, it came out of nowhere or that it was shocking and uh i don't necessarily think that it was expected to come this soon but it most definitely wasn't shocking so today we're just going to take a look into that and maybe a little more opinions but thank you for tuning in here we go 2020 josh allen took the buffalo bills to the afc championship game they went 13 and 3 as a team which is the best season the best record they've had uh in their franchise history and they've only accomplished it one other time with the greats uh jim kelly Thurman thomas etc uh you know those those dominant afc championship teams um was our first time being back to the AFC Championship game, obviously, since those dominant teams. Uh, And Josh Allen was the biggest part of it. Um, Josh Allen has stepped up this year into being elite, and I think that's hard to argue. Now, assuming that he continues on the trajectory that he has been showing us that he can be on for the last three years, then we can expect him to get even better next year um and even if he plateaus next year that still would be two consecutive unbelievable seasons so I fully expect him to get better and uh it, he you know his potential is through the roof and it, you know he he can only stop himself from there um people think that it was a fluke or it was a surprise or it was like you know maybe it was a little sooner than people expected but it should have been no surprise to anybody if you watch josh allen play then you could have seen from the first two seasons how dynamic he was as a player he established that he's the top five starting rushing quarterback in his rookie year um and he has the second most rushing yards amongst quarterbacks since 2019 uh like i said since his rookie and that doesn't even include his rookie year where he ran more than he did in his second and third year probably combined um so just athleticism, he's, you know, proven himself. And then this year he took the step up as as far as being a quarterback and, uh, is his you know, uh, QB prowess as far as his throwing ability, his, his accuracy, his arm talent, everything took a step in the right direction. He stopped running as much and he was able to win games with his arm as opposed to his legs, which he was doing last year. That was very encouraging. So now we know we have a quarterback with the ability to do both and do both at a very high level. Now, uh, his rookie year, obviously things weren't great. He didn't have a ton of talent around him. He had the ageless wonder, Shays McCoy. Uh, but that was about it. Uh, we had Kelvin Benjamin, who very much helped us at that point in time. Uh, Zay Jones, obviously, we know how he panned out. Um, you know, just just people, guys like that. And it, it didn't really work out. And, you know, that's why... We don't have those guys anymore. Now, you know, we basically have a a, a brand new roster, you know, than we did in 2017. Um, His his rookie year, he was five and six as a starter, Um, five and five his games he started and finished uh, he was 52 percent completion rate 52.8 uh, he only had two thousand passing yards 10 10 passing touchdowns 12 interceptions um wasn't obviously great numbers for a rookie quarterback could have been a lot worse uh he flashed he showed you know just how well he could run man he he definitely uh established himself as one of the best rushing quarterbacks in the league and that wasn't really hard to see. He had uh, three consecutive, three games, a three-game span where he ran for something crazy. I think it was like 290 yards or something close to that, uh, which was, you know, is the most in in NFL history as far as a quarterback uh, rushing for three games in a row, which just shows you his athletic prowess. Um, He also rushed for over a hundred yards a couple times because Ricky season, is not believe, you know, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's stuff that Lamar and Michael Vick do. That's not something that a quarterback just does on a regular basis, but Josh has done it multiple times. Uh, meaning, you know, it's not a fluke. It's not just one game off where, you know, he could do it, but it's in his arsenal to do it if he needs to. Um, and in his second year he ran the ball even less so but he still you know used his ability to his advantage and uh he became a bit of a bass a better passer excuse me in his second year uh as his completion percentage jumped up six points it was 58.8 uh he he through for more than a thousand more yards at 3,089 yards. He doubled his touchdowns to 20 touchdowns. He lowered his interceptions to nine interceptions and he made steady improvement as he does every eight games statistically. And if you want to go back and look at the stats, you absolutely can. Every eight games consistently throughout his first three years. So, excuse me. um So, if you look at it in terms of half seasons, He's had six half seasons in every single half season. He's became a better quarterback. Every single half season. Uh, you, you see the jump he made from his rookie to his sophomore season. He put the bills in the playoffs, Uh, you know, as a second year quarterback. It's uh, tough to do, especially when, you know, you don't as the, the offense was being built around him at the time, but. It wasn't necessarily completely around him. It wasn't It wasn't the best roster that we could have put in front of him. Um, we did have the trade for Antonio Brown. Didn't work out. So maybe Josh Allen, I don't think he becomes the quarterback he is now last year, but he may be, you know, just a bit further along in his uh, development. If uh, Antonio Brown trade goes through and, you know, we have that number one receiver, <clears throat> but we didn't uh, We he, he had to make what he Could with John Brown, Cole Beasley And those guys and he did You know not a bad season Took us to the playoffs uh, Had a pretty good first playoff game Obviously didn't go the way we wanted to And he got a little flustered at the end which, I mean, you, you know, Josh isn't a quarterback who comes from a big college or a big school or he wasn't necessarily in the, the bright spotlight as much as a lot of other quarterbacks. Uh, I, you know, a la Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson, um, Heisman winners who, you know, got to play on national television and, you know, uh, even got to see college football playoffs. Um, <clears throat> he didn't get that. Josh. You know played small school uh you know small so he 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 has to he has to adjust to the 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 bright lights essentially and so he had a you know in, in the clutch versus in the playoffs he didn't really perform super great um he still put us in positions to win uh we had some bad breaks um but you know what? If if that playoff game didn't happen the way it did, I don't know if Josh would have been motivated to do what he did in, in his third season. Uh, obviously, if you are a Bills fan, you know what he did in his third season. He blew the he blew the doors off. He uh, absolutely I don't even think he reached his full potential personally, but he absolutely proved the daughters wrong. He you know, the bus factor there were people saying that the bills might have to look for a new quarterback after year two. Um, I don't necessarily think anybody in Buffalo was thinking that, but there were times where last, you know, in uh, 2019 where we lost games because Josh Allen couldn't be the quarterback we needed in the be. We just, we had a great defense that minimized points. Uh, Josh couldn't necessarily score the points needed sometimes. Um, to win the game. Although granted to him he did have uh five game winning drives in his in the second year, four fourth quarter comebacks. So, you know, he was big time when he needed to be for a lot of the time. Um so, you know, half half the wins were, you know, game winning drives. You know, that's nothing to sneeze at. So um after the playoff game, it was fair to say, you know, Josh Had a hard time, and he got a lot better his third season. His third season, he was able to progress. Uh, They went 13-3. and He was almost 70 completion percentage, 37 touchdowns, so he tripled, almost quadrupled his touchdown passes from his rookie season. He threw 10 interceptions, so one more than uh, previously, but he threw a vastly... A greater amount of passes, um, more than hundred more passes from his second to third year, uh, meaning he, he threw a, a smaller interception completion. Or I'm sorry, interception percentage. Uh, two interceptions per hundred passes um, in the second year, and 1.7 in his third year. Uh, he also had um, three game-winning drives and. Uh, two fourth quarter comebacks should have been uh four and three but we know what happened with the cardinals he you know i i still give him full credit for that Cardinals drive that you know he had a rough game and it wasn't even necessarily a rough game it was just a bad game for josh as far as if you're comparing josh to josh from the rest of the season uh it it didn't necessarily look the same you know he made some mistakes he made some wrong reads and it was really, I don't want to say his worst game, but it was up there. Uh, the two interceptions were very costly. And I don't think think that, you know, Patrick Peterson just made two great plays. Uh, I think Josh just, you know, maybe didn't see him. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, but in any case, still give him credit for that comeback. And, uh, You know, if not for a Hail Mary, we're 14 and two. And, you know, I I don't think it's it's really close to uh, who wins MVP. Um, If not for Aaron Rodgers having one of the best years of his own career, his illustrious, you know, all pro um, pro ball, you know, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. If he's not having his best one of the best years of his career, Josh Allen is your MVP. That tells you a lot about the season Josh Allen had. He's the only quarterback ever to have over um, 4,500 yards, 44,500 yards in one season, along with 35-plus passing touchdowns and 8-plus rushing touchdowns. First player to ever do that. You know, it just proves how dynamic he is. You know, it, it proves how, uh, you know, just the athleticism mixed with the uh, uh, passing and ability and the arm talent and the speed and the strength and he is everything <clears throat> you can't find a cop for Josh. you can't find a cop for josh allen who do you compare him to you want to say oh he's a baby ben he's far more athletic than baby ben oh, i'm sorry than ben Roethlisberger. far more athletic uh i think his arm talent is a lot better Uh, when you consider he's only in his third year and he's doing what he's doing he's having all time great seasons in his third year and he's shown a a proclivity to uh, advance and get better every half season the the, the, uh, potential is is through the roof It's it's on the moon you compare him to maybe a young Cam Newton well he passes far better than Cam Newton Nothing. I don't think that's really arguable. They had the same critiques when Josh Allen was coming out of college, as far as not being accurate. But uh, Mel Kiper Jr. said it best: if you take a look at the type of you know, play calling Josh had, there was no, not a lot of easy screens, uh, a lot of you know, uh, slant passes, you know, things like that. They were he had to make some plays. He had to make some real, like you know, game changing plays and he could tell he had the talent for it, but he didn't necessarily know how to put it all together. Um, And he, he, you know, he's, he's learning on the go. And uh, Mel Kuiper jr. Also said that at the senior bowl, he was one of the quarterbacks who made the biggest improvement as far as day one camp to where they ended up as far as their progression. And that just, it, it is consistent with the, the the what's what we see from Josh Allen as far as uh you know if you just take a look at the numbers there's a pattern you know um Mel Kuyper says he's one of the best um developed quarterbacks from from day one of camp to, to when you leave camp then you know his rookie season he gets better after eight games he he actually mentioned in the interview with Chris Sims that you know, on the pass where he got injured, he threw the deep ball to, to Kelvin Benjamin, perfect throw, by the way, and he injures his elbow. He injured his elbow, he gets hit. And, you know, he said that was the time where he was like, okay, I feel like I got this down now. He immediately, you know, goes down. He's out for a couple weeks. Um, you know, uh, he, he had some great help, you know, Derek Anderson, you know, Matt Barkley along the way. Uh, but ultimately, <laughs> He got better after eight games. And so, you know, that's what Josh is. That pattern is still there. He got better after eight games his rookie year. Then after his rookie year, he got better his sophomore season. After his sophomore season, eight games, he got better in the back end of his sophomore season, his third season. He was way better than he was his sophomore year, then got better in the back half of his his third year. Went on a, a win streak you know and so then not only that but you have to take what happened in the playoffs yeah one of the best playoff games a quarterback has ever had in the playoffs as far as i'm concerned um 28 of 35 324 passing yards two touchdowns and he led the team in rushing with 11 carries 54 yards uh, a touchdown that's almost 375 total yards um I'm sorry 378 total yards that's uh, three total touchdowns in a game where the defense wasn't playing well he made a mistake sure he made a mistake but he was the only reason we were in the game for a mistake to be made so I feel like he got over the hump of what happened in the Houston game in the previous year he was able to have a lights out MVP game uh, the Steelers game, he was uh, nervous. That was a primetime game. Came back out second half, did what he had to do. We won the game. The Baltimore game, in the playoffs, the division around. Uh, he was nervous. Didn't have a great first half. Came in the, out in the second half, scored a touchdown. Then, you know, obviously Lamar drives down, throws the pick six to Tyron Johnson. And at that point, uh, with them needing two touchdowns in a game where it was super slow, uh, it didn't really seem like uh, there was opportunity for the Ravens to win, and when LeBron- Lamar went down with the uh, concussion, you know it was pretty much all over from that point. It's um just Josh making things happen, just you know, doing what needs to be done for the team to win. And, you know, we're not winning in in spite of Josh. You know, we're winning because of Josh. The defense had a down year this year and we went 13 and three should have been 14 and two. So if the defense doesn't have a down year and we still have a top five defense as we did, you know, before, you know, and then you put that on top of Josh just, you know, developing and, and being the best player he can be. We're a Super Bowl team if if we could continue that. Um, you know, we, we got some 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 holes to plug. Um but I think that is is very possible. Uh, Josh, as far as I think that Josh is the most talented or yeah, the most physically gifted quarterback who has ever stepped foot in the NFL. Um the gap between His passing and the best passers isn't very big. He's got the arm. He's got the arm talent. He's got the accuracy. He he needs to show consistency now, but he has all the tools that you need. And then when you take those top passers and you, you, you add athleticism to the, to the, um, you know, to the the the, the gumbo, the, the everything that makes up a, a great quarterback, he's way more athletic than those top passers, the the Pat Mahomes is and the Aaron Rodgers. He he's a top five rushing quarterback in this in, in this league and he doesn't even need to rush anymore. He barely runs compared to what he used to do and he's still you know second most uh rushing yards um, amongst quarterbacks since 2019. That doesn't even include his rookie season where he was running all over the place. Josh, you know, he did it all this year without even a passing game. I think that... I'm sorry, without a running game. I think that um, he really should have won MVP. He accounted for almost 80% of the team's uh, total touchdowns. Uh, he accounted for almost 80 I believe 80% of the team's total yards. Uh, he was unstoppable this year virtually and he had a couple down games you know there were a couple games where the weather was bad there was a couple games where he was injured so just imagine at his full potential when he has like a good season you know he doesn't have a nagging injury a couple weeks you know he doesn't have a game where he has to deal with you know 35 degree winds and uh, everything that you know the Drew Breeses of the world don't necessarily have to deal with on a week in week out basis the Matt Ryans of the world don't have to deal with you know the Matt Stafford's of the world before he was uh, traded to Los Angeles had to deal with you know if if Josh had a dome then I don't know what his weakness would be what did you say his weakness was he's not accurate okay 70% passing this past year he does fumble too much. That is a weakness, but I think he can. That's an easy fix as well. Uh, would you? What do you say? Another weakness is interceptions. He had ten interceptions this past year. Nine last year. That's not bad. It's not like amazing, great. But it's not bad. So his his just athletic prowess mixed with his arm talent is 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 quite phenomenal it, it is an anomaly it's one of one you know he's Neo. he's is is it's hard to explain so it's not a shock that Josh got better it's not a shock that Josh is now one of the best quarterbacks in the league and is on a trajectory of being one of the best of all time and yes I say this and I know it sounds premature I know it sounds early but it's not early You know, all you have to do is is know how to see patterns. If you can see a pattern, you can see Josh coming from a mile away. You know, I've said after his rookie season, if that kid can put together that big arm with that athleticism, he'll be unstoppable. Now, he put together the the, the athleticism pretty quickly and he got together the, the big arm this past year. Now. He was virtually unstoppable before he was able to put it all together. So can you imagine what happens if he does? Josh Allen rarely ever throws check down passes. I see that, you know, the guys like Brady and the guys like uh, Rodgers, sometimes their first read is the check down. You know, they they throw it out to the running back in in stride, and he's going to pick up anywhere from 8 to 15 yards. Josh doesn't even utilize those plays. So imagine if he did. Imagine... If, you know, uh, you know, they say Cole Beasley is, is virtually the run game. Imagine if he had a run game where he could just step under center, hand the ball off to a dynamic back, and watch them go to work. Watch them punish a defense for a drive or two. And then imagine if he could utilize that play fake. You know, imagine if he could go deep to uh, John Brown, to uh, Gabriel Davis, to uh, Stephon Diggs, to uh, Isaiah McKenzie, he could be realistically, not even virtually, unstoppable. He could be better than the best. He could be the best. People say that the talent around Josh is what makes him great, but Cole Beasley came from Dallas and was thought to be an after. He they thought he was an afterthought. They didn't think he was the best slot in the league, that's for sure. Comes to Buffalo has two career seasons in a row. It's not a coincidence, ladies and gentlemen. John Brown. Hey, did they thought he might have been a boss like they it's just the horrible things you were about Josh Brown, and you know when we got him, they said we gave him too much money. Uh comes to Buffalo has a career year. Would have had another one, probably, if not for injuries. Stephon Diggs never made a Pro Bowl maybe was snubbed but the fact is he never made a Pro Bowl this year he comes and he's the best wide receiver in the National Football League statistically probably skill-wise as well but you know people don't like to get Buffalo they're just due because we're not a big market city not a big market team so you know uh, Josh Allen, you know, accounting for 80% of the yards as well as touchdowns, it gets overlooked. Having a harder strength to schedule, it, it gets overlooked. Not having a run game to fall back on versus everybody else like Brady, like Rodgers, like, you know, it gets overlooked. Josh was the run game. Josh throwing to Cole Beasley was the run game. It was at least it was a big part of it. You know, it it mimic the run game per se. To you know, and so Josh won't get his just due until he beats the best. And I understand that. Um you know, you had guys saying that, you know, the Bills hadn't had any signature wins, you know, after, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what, week eleven? You know, uh you know what I mean? So it, it you know it makes no sense. You know there was uh, Russell Wilson was thought to be the MVP at one point, and then Rock you know Josh Wynn outperformed him. How's that not a signature win? I don't know. You know Josh beat the Rams. How's that not a see? I don't know. I'm not sure, but he did it. You know, and and he you know the Titans game was encouraging for me because we got blown out. You know, we were missing Levi Wallace and Tre'Davious White, and you know, we it was it was it was definitely a very unorthodox situation. Uh, Tuesday night uh, game, I believe. Uh, you know, it, it kept it kept getting uh, postponed and whatnot, but ultimately, the games got to be played. They didn't play well. Josh didn't play well, as far as if you watch the game, you might think. I don't think Josh played badly. I think Josh had one bad throw. He had two interceptions the whole game, and the one interception was because Andre Roberts dropped the ball that he should have caught, bounced up into the defender's hand, and then he had another bad throw where he got impatient. Uh, the guy was playing deeper zone than he anticipated, and, you know, he was there to make the play. Well, ultimately, Josh didn't have a bad game. He was just, he had to play catch-up the entire time because our defense couldn't stop anything so then you go to the Kansas city game It is you know, extremely bad weather. The running game can't get anything done. And we still had an opportunity to win that game in the fourth quarter, have an opportunity, you know, the run defense was absolutely atrocious that game. So I think, you know, we had two healthy scratches on the defensive line for whatever reason. Um, so you know that game, I, it was hard to really put too much stake into because we didn't really know. Obviously, we know what happened in the AFC Championship game, but uh, you know that that's you know when we, you got to take on the chin. You know you gotta get you gotta you know pick it up and, and get better next time. But the other loss was to the Cardinals. Josh had a bad game. I would say that was a worse game than the Tennessee one, personally, in my opinion. Um, and then, even still having that "quote unquote" bad game, he went down and scored the should have been game winning touchdown. Threw a perfect pass to Stephon Diggs, you know, and and, and everything but Bizarro twenty twenty. That's that's game over. That's ball game. S- Josh just makes. Plays. He just makes things happen. He just, you know, he he he's learned how to be Superman in his third year. So imagine what he can do going forward. It's just, I we've never seen anything like this. You you gotta buckle up. Something like he's gonna shake up the league. We you know everybody's enamored with Patrick Mahomes, rightfully so. Uh, but I. I'm not hating on Pat Pat is an amazing quarterback probably will be if not he already is an all-time great but you have to acknowledge the situation if you want to make all these excuses for why Josh Allen shouldn't get the praise and you want to you want to give every excuse in the book to why you know we can't give Josh Allen his due respect then well We have to look at the entire situation. Matt Mahomes comes to a city with one of the best coaches, Andy Reid. He gets to sit behind a formidable quarterback. This is Alex Smith before the uh, injury. Alex Smith was a first pick. Alex Smith was not bad. And the roster was amazing. You got Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, uh, you know, just uh, at the time, Kareem Hunt, you know, it, it was it was a great roster. Andy Reid put together a great program and, uh, you know, nobody's faulting him for that. But you have to look at the situation. He got to sit, learn behind a uh, number one overall pick. He got to learn behind the uh, a quarterback whisper, as far as I'm concerned, in and Andy Reid. And you have Eric the Enemy. It's time we give Josh the respect that he's due. And it's time that he, in my opinion, I think he's earned the benefit of the doubt a lot like uh, Brandon Bean and uh, Sean McDermott has. I think that the Bills team is made up of a lot of guys with raw talent who are full of potential. And Josh Allen is the embodiment of that. And For Josh to become as polished as he did last year and hopefully he stays consistent he will be the leader that we're looking for for the decades to come and if the team does mirror him in the sense of being extremely talented uh just but just you know needing needing the development uh then the development will come in this team be lifting the lombardi trophy in no time i want to thank you guys for tuning in to the Windshield uh pod, you know the wind factor podcast uh just it's, it's amazing to be working with the guys that built in buffalo they welcome welcomed me with open arms and i just want to thank each and every one of you guys for the support i love you guys uh tune in next week um also you know check out all the other great podcasts you know we have on this channel subscribe to our youtube Uh, do everything you can to support the movement. I'm Justice. It's been great talking to you guys. Peace out.